Welcome to Stories of Faith and Hope, the podcast that inspires your faith and gives you reason to hope. I'm your host, Joel Sutherland. Thank you so much for joining us for the very last episode in Season 1. It's incredible thinking about the journey over the last 22 episodes. You know, ever, ever since I moved to Lawrenceburg a year and a half ago, I wanted to do something with our little local 15-minute radio program that airs every week. And I wanted to turn it into a podcast. I wanted it to reach a wider audience than just those here in Lawrenceburg that could listen to it on Saturday mornings at 9 o'clock. And I'm just so glad and thankful to you guys for being part of that journey and for listening. And I hope that the interviews, the stories, the things that we've gone through so far in Season 1 have been a blessing to you. And we've had some incredible interviews, incredible conversations, and I'm just excited to see what happens in season two. We're going to take probably about a month off, month, two months maybe, and uh, and then we'll hit it hard with season two and uh, just get ready for more amazing interviews, meeting incredible people, and some more conversations with Dr. Henderson and I in the studio. So um, without further ado, uh, we are today, as I told you before, we are going to be concluding Nebuchadnezzar's testimony, the letter that he sent out to the empire telling about his second dream. And where we ended two weeks ago was where Daniel had heard what the dream was. He knew what the interpretation was. And he told the king, may this interpretation be for your enemies, not for you. And he gives Nebuchadnezzar some advice. He says, oh, king, in order to put off these things that are going to happen, Make sure you change your life a little bit. So the question is, did Nebuchadnezzar change? What happened? Join Dr. Henderson and I now for our conversation, concluding this story, Nebuchadnezzar's letter to his empire. Here it is. We've had a bad habit lately of leaving people hanging in the middle of stories. And uh, this, this, the, the one that we're in the middle of right now, if, I don't, if you remember, is really Nebuchadnezzar's testimony. It's a letter that he's written to all of the people in his kingdom, and he's telling them the things that have happened to him. And he had this dream, and the wise men couldn't figure out what it meant, so he calls in Daniel, and uh, Daniel gives the the interpretation of the dream, but he says this is bad news. And he wishes that this was something that, that was interpreted for his enemies and not for Nebuchadnezzar. And he gives Nebuchadnezzar some advice. And that's that's where we ended with was right. with uh, Daniel chapter 4 and verse 27, where Daniel basically tells Nebuchadnezzar, you know, stop doing the things that you're doing. You know, put away your iniquities, show mercy to the poor, and maybe God will keep these bad things from happening to you. Or at least put them off. Yes, yes. Put <laughs> uh, the, the lengthening of your prosperity, my New King James <laughs> Version says. So that's kind of where we left you in the story. And uh, we'll continue with Nebuchadnezzar's story of his conversion, his testimony. Right. I think it's important to note that this is Nebuchadnezzar telling his story. Yes. Yeah, this is one yeah. of the few places in the Bible where we see, you know, someone else writing that's that's, you know, pulled in Daniel wrote the rest of this this book, but there's this chapter that Nebuchadnezzar himself wrote. 
Right. So we'll start with Daniel 4, verse 28. And after Belteshazzar, who is uh, Daniel, interpreted the dream, this is what happened to me, King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon. About a year later, as I was strolling in the roof garden of my palace, I looked out over the city and said to myself, What a beautiful sight. I'm the one who built this magnificent city. I'm the one who put this nation on its feet and made it into a great empire. It was my intelligence and power that did all this. No one else's. This great Babylon will stand as a monument to me forever. Mm. Makes me think a little bit of what happened in heaven when Lucifer... <laughs> mm-hmm. It was all me, me, I, I. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lucifer had an eye problem instead yeah. of Nebuchadnezzar. <laughs> and, you know, it says that this happened a year later. Right. So that means that Nebuchadnezzar must have taken Daniel's advice for a little bit at least. For a time, yeah. Right? And uh, lengthened his prosperity for another year. Right. And the interesting thing is Nebuchadnezzar, as he's saying all this, as he's looking out over Babylon and he's proud of it and saying, you know, isn't, isn't this the Babylon I have built? That was all true. Yeah. I mean, he had built Babylon. This, this was something that he had done himself. He had brought this insignificant small <laughs> country into now the world empire. Right. And he had built up this city and, and he had accomplished amazing things, but it had gone to his head. And I was talking with someone last night, actually, about um, you know pride and, and how, how can we be good at our jobs, good at the things we do, and yet not be prideful about it. Right. And it's something that's that's sometimes tricky because when we do do something good, when we do a good job, it's easy to get proud of it. Right. And I think it's realizing, I, th- I think the key here in what Nebuchadnezzar is saying is he's saying that he built it for his own honor and glory. And the key is, as Christians, our duty is to do everything to the honor and glory of God. Yeah. And if we keep God's honor and glory in uh, the forefront of our minds, it's so much easier to remember why we're doing things and right. who gets the credit and the glory when, when things go well. Right. I had to remind myself of that every once in a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it, yeah, and it's you important know. to do. Even something as simple as, I wonder why they haven't named a street after me, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's okay. Once, if, if we end up, you know, we'll, we'll name our church parking lot after you or something, yeah. the Henderson parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, verse 31. I had scarcely gotten the words out of my mouth when a voice from heaven said, King Nebuchadnezzar, your kingdom has been taken away. Your reason will be taken from you, and you will be driven from society to live with the animals out in the field. For the next seven years, you will eat grass like an ox until you have learned that the Most High God rules in the affairs of men and can give your kingdom to whomever he wants. And immediately the sentence was fulfilled, and my mind was gone. My advisors could tell that my reason was gone, so they took me away and let me live with the animals out in the field. I ate grass like an ox and slept in the open air. My body got wet with the morning dew. My hair grew long and became so matted with dirt that it stuck out like eagle feathers, and my fingernails grew until they looked like bird's claws. Mercy. Pretty descriptive. (laughs) Very descriptive. (laughs) And this is just 
the part of the story that's unbelievable right is how nebuchadnezzar ends up going mad for seven years and yet the the dream said that this tree would be cut down but there would be a band of iron placed around it um around the stump right because his kingdom would be assured to him save the roots yes and so daniel during this time you can just imagine as prime minister of babylon you know daniel had his hands full trying to save the throne for nebuchadnezzar during these seven years and you wonder how many people in the empire actually knew what happened yeah you know i i wonder what kind of story they they came up with to to explain why the king wasn't showing up at things anymore and you know it disappeared basically for seven years yeah and uh it's just incredible and and how even through this, God was still protecting him and feeding him and helping him stay alive. Yeah. It's an amazing story. And I think, to me, one of the key things in what we just read was that God still rules. Mm -hmm. And he sets up who he knows will fit the pattern that he has going and he can take down. Mm -hmm. And that's something we see over and over through the the story of Daniel. and through the centuries. Yeah, 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 yeah you really do. Um, there was something that went through my head, and I'm trying to remember what I was going to say. Um, oh, about uh, you know pride. We yeah. were talking about pride, and and I've heard I've heard it said, you know, never ask God to give you humility because the way that He gives you humility is never <laughs> fun, <laughs> and uh, the, we can see that right here. Um, and uh, you know, but but God does what it takes because our salvation is what's more important right. than our ego or or our feelings or you know anything. Because and and God was willing to go to any length to save Nebuchadnezzar. Save Nebuchadnezzar, yeah. right? Verse thirty-four. This lasted for seven years, and then suddenly my reason returned, and I was able to think like a human being again. I stood in the open field and looked up to heaven. And praise the Most High God. I praised and honored the One who lives forever and ever. His kingship never ends. He rules in the affairs of men from generation to generation. All the people in the world are like a drop in the bucket to Him. He does what He pleases among the hosts of heaven and among the inhabitants of the earth. No one has the power to stop Him or the wisdom to question what He does. Mm. At the same time that my reason was returned to me, my advisors, counselors, and leading officials came out looking for me and gave me back my kingdom with all the power and glory that I had had before. My people welcomed me with open arms and honored me more than ever. So now I, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, praise and honor the God of heaven and glorify the king of kings whose ways are right and just toward everyone, but who also humbles those who are lifted up by pride and power. Wow. You know, the fascinating thing is every chapter seems to end somewhat like this, with Nebuchadnezzar, you know, praising God and and giving some sort of decree about that. But this one is different. I mean, he's not even trying to kill anybody. The the other ones, it's usually worship God or I'm going to cut you in pieces. (laughs) And, And this one, he's... 
just praising God and and just sharing his testimony and his experience. Right, right. And yeah. admitting who really rules. Yes. But rules in love. Mm-hmm. Even though it was a hard experience to go through, he realized that God was doing it for him. Yeah, yeah. And this is the last we hear of Nebuchadnezzar. Um, yeah. The rest, we'll, we have two more chapters that, that talk about the story of Daniel, chapter 5 and 6. But this is the last one where Nebuchadnezzar is a part of it. Right. And, you know, we don't know how long it was before before he died after this, but... Because this is the last thing we hear from Nebuchadnezzar, I like to think that this is his final conversion and that that he stayed faithful for the rest of his life. And I look forward to meeting him someday in heaven. Um, And just realizing what kind of an impact one person can make on another person. And through that person, the the rest of the world, Mm -hmm. really. And, uh, you know, I was just thinking back where we started with, with Daniel being taken from his home, being ripped from his family, probably watched most of his family murdered in front of him, carried across the desert, ended up in this foreign land, making a decision to stay true to God. Right. And through those decisions that he made, you know, who would have thought as a little, as a slave, that he would have such an impact on the king? Right. That's only something that God could have done. And it's incredible. It, uh, It lets me know that God had a master plan. Yes. You know? That even Daniel didn't re- realize what was going to be ahead of him, mm-mm, mm-mm. you know. But he had determined in his own life that no matter what comes, no matter what happens, I'm going to be true to my God. Yeah. And in the end, Nebuchadnezzar ended up receiving salvation, and God was glorified. Yeah. And we don't know how many others then were uh, had it, were influenced by what happened to Nebuchadnezzar yeah, yeah, and we, his his witness then for Jesus, for God. Yeah, we really don't. And I, I mean, um, as we get into the next couple stories of, of Daniel, um, you know, I think as Medo-Persia came in and, and took over Babylon, I think that Nebuchadnezzar's legacy was passed down to them. And and as Cyrus and, and some of these kings, they looked at, at Babylon and they saw how far it had fallen. And they saw how great it was under the time of Nebuchadnezzar and realizing that Daniel was a huge part of that. They promoted him and basically he was he was ruling um, you know, as, as prime minister of Medo-Persia as well. And just seeing the influence of his time spent here and, and, and his influence in Babylon and over Nebuchadnezzar, I think that Nebuchadnezzar's legacy went for generations after this. Yeah. Oh, it's incredible what God can do through us if we're willing. Yeah. yeah. Well, at my age, <laughs> uh, where I have a lot fewer days ahead than I have had behind, mm. <laughs> you look back at times and you ask yourself, you know, what has my influence been mm-hmm. through the years? Have I been the type of influence that has maybe had an effect on someone else to be able to see the Lord that I love, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, will it have an, a permanent impact on somebody's life? Yeah. You can't help but look back and, and always wonder, yeah. you know? And we probably won't know how great of an impact we've made mm-hmm. until we get to heaven. Right. And... Uh, there's that song, and we'll we'll end here. We're out of time, but um, 
There's a song that, uh, that was popular a few years ago um, called Thank You, and I think probably a lot of people have heard that song. And, and the final verse talks about, you know, when we get to heaven and seeing all these people come up and just thank us for our influence, because if it weren't for us, they wouldn't be there. Yeah. And we don't know. We don't know the kind of yeah. influence we have on people until, yeah. until we get there. What a fitting conclusion for season one of Stories of Faith and Hope. You know, I get chills just thinking about this story, the, the effort that God made to reach one man, King Nebuchadnezzar, and seeing how his life was transformed, and then he was able to tell his story to the rest of the world. And who knows who was blessed and who was converted based on this testimony. And it even ended up in the Bible and is shared with millions of people around the world. Uh, you know, that's really the foundation of this podcast as well. I believe that everyone has a story, everyone has a testimony, and by sharing that testimony with others, you never know what life will be touched. And I'm just so thankful for each of the guests that we've had on this podcast uh, over the course of season one. I want to thank them for sharing their story, for opening up, and and... I just hope that it was able that, that they were able to bless you and and that it increased your faith and hope and and the journey's not over. We have season two coming up, um, launching probably in a month or two, and I'm really excited about that. We're going to have more great interviews. We're going to have uh, we're going to continue the the story of Daniel, and uh, I've been listening to some of Pastor Schomburg's interviews as well back before I got here and. We may have a couple of flashback Fridays where we dig into the archive and, and I will share an episode or two of, of his interviews for you. So we have a lot of great stuff coming up. And if you know of someone who has a story that you think they should share and, and, and they'd be willing to be on this podcast, let me know. Um, or, if, or if you yourself want to share your story, then get in touch with me. Our website is faithandhoperadio.com. You can also reach out to us on Facebook at Faith and Hope Radio. Make sure you subscribed on either Apple Podcasts or Google Play so that as soon as Season 2 launches, it will show up there right on your screen on your phone and you won't, build, you won't miss a beat. So um, make sure you do that. Music, of course, was provided by Dexter Britton under the Creative Commons license. Well, thank you so much for an amazing Season 1. And I will see you in a couple months as we launch season two. But until then, have faith and hope.